Good evening, everybody, and welcome to Apocaflix Now, the movie show from Apocaflix Movies, where we talk a bunch of stuff, including movie news, movies we've been watching, and just kind of fool around a little bit. I am your host, Jacob Bartley, and I am joined by the whole crew today, the whole five-man crew. I'm going to go ahead and introduce Mr. Keith Barnes to my left over here. What is up, Keith? This guy is up, Jacob. You're, you are correct. You're not lying about that. <laughs> and over there on the other side of the room, we have Mr. Brian Avalasino and Gio Ramos. What is up, guys? What's up? Chilling. It's Friday night. We'll talk about some movies. It's going to be awesome, guys. You're going to bed after this. <laughs> Maybe. You're back yeah. 100%. You sound like you're back to 100%. Yes. And of course, we have the engineer, Jake Berlin, over here. What is going on, Jake? Uh, not a whole lot. Just ready to talk about our big announcement. Yes, so instead of story time this week, um, we are going to make a really cool announcement, (laughs) something that we are very excited about, um, that we're all aware of, right? Um, So we just want to share something with you guys, something really cool. I think so, right? Except the viewers. 80% of us are aware of it. Except the viewers. Keith, you are very good at math. Your son's been teaching you, <laughs> yes. teaching you right. Oh, oh. I don't know how other way to say this except that we now have merch and T-shirts. Ooh. Now. Oh, and we, uh, yeah, it's getting warm in here anyway. Whoa! So oh my god! We have shirts for sale, uh, and with that, you can get sweaters mugs stickers a bunch of cool stuff and this is all thanks to the designer himself jake berlin jake designs all the shirts you can find them on t public and i'm sure so uh tpublic.com slash user slash apocalypse movies is there you go that is amazing yeah guys get on there support this bartley and bartley the affiliate YouTube channel, Bartley and Barnes. I have my Fandalorian one on. I forgot, to, I forgot to take my jacket off. There we go. One for the Fandalorian awesome. show. Yes. Geo, we wanted to surprise you. Yeah, um, I just, got, amazing, I, I just got my Nerd Nation one today. So, uh, oh, yeah, awesome. Yes, we have one for... We have an Apocalypse movie one, an Apocalypse Now one. We have a Padawan podcast, Nerd Nation, Fandalorian Club, and a couple other t-shirts there. We have our Bartley and Barnes one. From a certain point of view, the a sh- certain point of view. Yes, no problem. A certain point yes. of view, the Schmodown reaction show. Uh, yeah, so we are so wow. so excited. That is Even amazing. if it's just us wearing them, we're we're just excited to do that. May I say something? Yes. Guys, look, we are just like you. We <laughs> love movies. Absolutely. We want to share the passion. Okay, like movies, they are escapes. Stickers. They are entertainment for us, and we appreciate them. There's so much more than just that and you know for us we all came together through a single uh thing a common that we found as far as loving movies and so get out there support us we'll support you let us know about your um hobbies and and what you're doing on the side whether it's blogging podcasting having your own shirts let's let's all share the love and spread it yeah and i will say this these are on tpublic.com if you've never bought shirts from there before these shirts are so comfortable are. and it's really good quality for the price they have a sale <coughs> several times a month always yeah. for 35 percent off where they the shirts are 13 bucks and they have one going on right now yeah so not just for us but go there and check out the shirts but go ahead and buy an apocalypse pocket shirt if you want we would really appreciate it just stickers. rock your gear if you buy a shirt 
tweet at us wearing the shirt. Yes. We, that would be awesome. We, we would love to yeah, see yeah, that. Yeah. Geo, you got to gear up, man. Absolutely. Expect to see you in a Absolutely. shirt. Yeah, there's, there's a brand new design I put up last night. Oh, yes. Um, I just showed him <laughs> the Joker. Dude, that yeah. looks awesome. There's a Joker shirt <laughs> yes. on right now. Keith, so. he put disturbing in a good way with the yep. Joker. <laughs> it helps celebrate so cool. the From our first episode of Apocalypse Now. From the very first episode of Apocalypse Now. Excellent. So you'll probably see me just rocking a different shirt every week on this show. <laughs> wearing a Padawan shirt on Nerd Nation, things like that. That'll be fun. That's awesome, guys. Yeah, for good, sure. Good stuff. Well, with that out of the way, let's go ahead and jump into now watching where we talk about movies, uh, maybe some television that we've been watching recently. And there are some new releases. Before we get to the big one, we just want to give some thoughts on some of the smaller films that came out recently. Um, I saw, I went and saw Emma the other night. I saw it uh, Wednesday night, I believe. It was playing in Roseville at the Cine Arts. Uh, theater they have there and i'm a big uh, jane austen fan jane austen adaptation fan uh so i was very much looking forward to this movie starring anya taylor joy who's one of my favorite young actresses and i i really liked this movie i thought it was funny and it it kind of felt fresh and new it they brought something different to it and i really enjoyed it anya taylor joy is very different Emma than the previous ones we've seen and I haven't seen a lot of the versions I've only seen the Gwyneth Paltrow one but there's been like 20 adaptations of Emma whether it's old movies not literally 20 but there's a lot yeah. there's old movies there's a Amazon TV show mm -hmm. uh, called Emma that I want to watch now uh, so yeah Clueless, I, I, yeah, Clueless, Clueless is an adaptation of Emma <laughs> I, I did really enjoy it. If you, if it's not for you, if that genre is not for you, you're probably not going to enjoy it. But it's it's actually very funny and entertaining because it's just it's basically about dating back in those times and status and relationships and who should date who and type of secrets they had to keep regarding those situations. So and, and Emma's a, a match. She claims herself a matchmaker who doesn't need anybody herself so wow. you can kind of figure out where it goes from there but yeah i definitely recommend checking out emma it is awesome did, did anyone else get a chance to see it did you watch it yet no not yet no i, I did and I have, I have some questions so anya taylor joy can you remind the viewers where she's from what movies well she was in the witch the witch yeah the witch the witch the horror movie the witch that yeah. came out a the few bitch. Uh, three or four years ago, I believe, and she was great in that. Got critically acclaimed in that. She was in Split. That and was Glass, her breakout. Obviously, uh, the vit the witch was her was her breakout. But I guess Split kind of was. She'll be in New Mutants coming out. Yeah, uh, so she's been in a Thoroughbreds. I just started watching finally season five of Peaky Blinders. On I heard she's in that. She's in that. I had no idea. Yeah. She pops up. In she's that a great season. actress. So, yeah. to be honest. so she's she typically really known for like these horror, dark suspense movies, and yeah. Emma's. Really, oh, a, completely different. Very, uh, okay. Well, she's has to play a character in that time era, right. and also she has to kind of—I don't want to say be funny in this role, but she has to be charming in this role. <laughs> oh, yeah. So, well, I've I, been waiting to yeah. see her do more. Well, the thing is, so. I, this always happens. I didn't know she has a British accent, so yeah. maybe she doesn't. But she did live in England for a long time during her life, so. She, uh, yeah, so she does an American accent very well because she's done it a lot in movies that we've seen. So, the idea of Christian Bale and how he's able to do that, accent. yeah. So, I'm excited to see yeah. her awesome. career going forward. Uh, Jake, you checked out Call of the Wild, did you not? Uh, how was that? I did. Uh, really? I, I enjoyed it a lot more than I thought it would because it wasn't getting very good. I heard reviews. it's not bad. Um, 
a lot of people slammed it online. Uh, I don't know exactly why, but I know that a lot of people have questions about like the the VFX with the dog and everything. Yeah. Um, going in knowing that it was a a VFX dog, it doesn't bother me. Um, I thought they handled it really well. Like I think it played out really well on screen. And obviously, being a dog person and it focusing on a dog heavily, like it's a really good story. It's a really good story. Like obvious and. And more obviously than anything is that you know that it's based on something that's considered a myth or a legend, but in real life, like a thing like this for a dog wouldn't really happen. This kind of adventure. Yeah. Um, so just suspending your belief a little bit and going into the movie, I really enjoyed it. Harrison Ford is not in the movie a lot. He's not in the movie really? a lot. It focuses solely on the dog. Um, Interesting. He's, in it, he's in it in the beginning. He's in it wow. a little bit in the in the middle, and then they have a big chunk towards the end. Um, so he's is the dog like, on an adventure by itself, kind essentially, of? Essentially, yes. Wow. That's um, how the book was. And so yeah. he, he is, he's almost like like the final level for the dog before finding its destiny, as they keep saying in the movie. Um, but the way they handled... Because all the animals in the movie were, were visual effects, obviously. And there's a lot of dogs because it's about sled dogs. And, you know, you get wolves and you get bears. And... Um, I thought they looked really good. Uh, I thought it was a very heartwarming mo movie. I definitely teared up towards the end. Um, if you know the story, you know why. Um, and so I, I'm really happy with it. I was very surprised because I, I wasn't going to go see it. But I had a movie day with my grandmother. And she was like, I want to go see this movie. Nice. And so I was like, sure, I'll, awesome. go, I'll go in going in. And um, I really enjoyed it. I thought... I mean, Buck. Buck is such a cool dog. Like I want. I, I have a Buck of my own, <laughs> but he's not. He's not Buck. Buck. He's not Buck at the same time. But um, it's based. It's based on a true story or a legend or whatever. And um, the story of Buck is is really really good. It's a really good story. So. Interesting. I'm glad to hear that because there's been nothing but negativity around this movie. It's apparently bombing at the box Big, office. Yeah, and and money, everyone money. should go see this movie if you have a. A child. Mm -hmm. If you have, if you do friends, just want to go see a movie. If you have close family, it's a very heartwarming movie. And there's mo out there are moments where it's very hard to watch because um, of animal abuse uh, factors yeah. and how they handled that back in that time period um, and the stuff because it's it's based around the gold rush. What's, when it, oh, okay. I was going to ask what the time um, around is. And, yeah. And, the main part of the story is based in Alaska during the gold rush when everybody just dropped what they were doing and went straight up to Alaska. Mm -hmm. um, and essentially, these people would... Dogs were very high-valued high because dogs, you know, sled dogs, obviously, but dogs were essentially donkeys because they could carry things in minimal or uh, very low weather, very cold oh, yeah. weather. Well, they sled dogs, a, right? exactly. That's where they, they came from. They could yeah. handle that atmosphere, hmm. and so they were they were very high valued. And people would steal them, and they would take them from certain places. Obviously, shelter dogs were very high valued because they were strays. And so um, there's moments in that aspect that are very hard to watch. But once you get past that, it's a very strong story about you know kind of coming into your own from a dog's perspective, and uh, you know obviously having a dog of my own. It's just it's very touching. So. So, awesome. Jake, if I may, um, Hollywood nowadays, they, they're, uh, I feel like they're afraid to teeter and do, putting animals, dogs in certain positions, mm -hmm. um, you know, for obvious reasons. Would you say this movie handles that a little bit better in a sense, knowing that it's 
a VFX. It's not a real thing, but yes, but they there's one moment where they someone does strike a dog, mm-hmm. and it's not physically shown; it's shown via shadow. Right. Mm-hmm. So they 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 camera away from. Does it. the dog whimper when he does? The dog it? whimpers. Oh, um, I hate those scenes. But you. And a lot of movies, when you see that, you think to yourself, well, that wasn't necessary. Right. Because of the story and the time period and where it's placed, it is necessary to show that because... That's how it was. That it Not just how it was, but that's how these people showed dominance to these dogs to get them what they want to do. Right. It's not about training. They showed violence. It's about fear. They showed violent yeah. acts yeah. to make sure that these dogs did what they did for this purpose and sometimes you can appreciate that because it's bringing to light how things could be worse and not not just that like a lot of times like uh, when you see when you see animal abuse specifically with dogs right it's about a dog and a story where this dog has a heart like lady and trent dog has an incredibly hard life but it finds a great home in a rural area right or just a residential area Mm -hmm. the way this story plays out it's about kind of empowering yourself and finding like they as they say in the movie your destiny sure and so it's not your typical homeward bound type of story you know and so it it definitely handles it very well in my mind um i i mean i definitely turned my head and i i cower a little bit because it's hard to hear and watch because you know i love dogs but um it served it was it's such a weird comparison it's a john wick situation where it served the story where it's sur- it's necessary for the story, for it to play out how it's supposed to. And those are the best ways to do it, mm-hmm. if if it serves the story and it adds. And I'm sure they had. It's not gratuitous. And I'm sure they had right, multiple yeah, discussions not. about doing that or how to handle it. I'm and sure I think it worked out. It's that. based on a novel, I believe. It's based yeah. on a legendary novel. And it's a classic. It's, I'm classic. sure that stuff was in the novel. Yes. It was. Yeah. Yeah, I remember reading it in middle school. Oh, nice, nice. Okay. All right, well, the big release of the weekend was Onward, and not all of us have got a chance to see it yet. Are you the only one, Jake? I believe so. Brian, you haven't seen it yet? Yes. Yeah. I wasn't able to get out last night, so real quick, Onward. I was Onward. I won't go into spoilers, obviously. Um, It it was everything I was hoping it would be. It it really is. That's Uh, great to hear. I, you know, what I've been wanting from Pixar over the last couple years is new worlds new i guess i guess you could say new stories but like just new creativity from them um and when they first announced this project you're like magic and the magic has gone away but they're kind of just living like this modern day lifestyle and the way they kind of like introduce you to it is really well done um chris pratt and tom holland together are brilliant it's just ridiculous how well they work out together uh, and how well their characters are placed around them specifically. Um, and then Julia Louise Dreyfus as their mother is great. And Octavia Spencer as the one character is awesome as well. Um, the animation is incredible. There's one specific scene in, in the movie. Um, it has to do with a, a cop pullover. I'll just say that. The way that the animation plays out in that scene is like, it's mind blowing. Like, it really is mind blowing. Um, it's very heartwarming. It's about the brothers and the father, obviously. You you would think going in that it's about them finding their father, but it's much more about them mm-hmm. and okay. it is the father aspect of it. Um, the father definitely plays into it, but it's kind of like this story of just you know these, these two brothers. Um, yeah, I just I, I was really happy with it. And I was afraid I wasn't gonna like it because uh, we kind of we sometimes run into those Pixar movies where we have so much hype around them, but they're just like okay, they're just like good. 
but it's like above anybody else's animation. This is like, for me, this is like top tier Pixar. Really? It's so oh, original. Wow. It's so different. It's so unique. Um, this is their first foray into magic and it's their first time inside this time of you know pun intended realm of (laughs) of movies Um, and I I don't know how they would do it but I would absolutely love to see something else in this world uh, whether that's a sequel or something else because that the final 10 minutes something is like really cool kind of how it all plays out Um, so yeah I was I was very 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 happy with it and uh, not pleasantly surprised but just Pleasantly um, satisfied that it lived up to what I was hoping for. That's awesome because my the hype kind of died down a little bit for this movie. I was when it first came out, the first trailer, I was so excited, and then it just kind of died down. I didn't really love that the dad's walking around just with his legs the it's, whole time. It plays very well, and it's not as distracting as you think it would be. Okay, because like I said, it's it's much more about the brothers than it is the father. Yeah, I figured. Um, yeah, you think like. For the, for the most part of the movie, you think, okay, it's about the father. They're trying to find their father. They're trying to reconnect with their father. But as you kind of continue on, you, you realize that the father is just essentially like like a pawn inside this story. Okay. Mm-hmm. Um, and I'll, it, yeah, I don't want to say it, but there's there's some really cool things they do with the father. Awesome. I'll say that. It's we'll really have cool. to well, talk with, spoilers with the legs, sometimes. With the legs yeah. of the father, <laughs> I should say. So. Awesome. Well, before we move on to our uh, main topic for today, let's plug some of our shows. Uh, if you have not listened to us on audio, you can check us out on the podcast channels at Apocalypse Movies on Anchor, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and anywhere else you find podcasts. All of our big shows are included on there, including this very show right here, the Padawan Podcast, Nerd Nation, Casting Table, and our Star Wars review show, The Fandalorian Club. Please don't just listen. Please subscribe to those things and comment and rate. We would really appreciate it. That would help us out very much. And with that being said, speaking of Onward, let's talk about our favorite Pixar movies. Every time a Pixar movie comes out, it seems like this is the way to do it. Sometimes we rank them. But the goal here was you have to choose one. Correct, Jake? Yes. That was the making it the difficult part. No naming. Well, I really like these four. You have to choose one as your definitive favorite. And that's not the easiest thing in the world to do. Especially uh, with Pixar. Absolutely, because they have so many great ones. They had a run from 99 till like 2009. Where, wow, incredible. Yeah, there's so many years where, hands down, the Pixar movie might be the best movie of the year. Right. There, there's been tons of years oh, yeah. where they've done that. So I, I guess let's go to Brian first over there in the corner. We'll, yes. Maybe we'll start with Brian and come around this way in a circle. You guys can't see that circle, but but we know what it is. So Brian, what is your very favorite? Wait, real quick. I just sorry. I just remembered something about Onward that I want to make sure I mention. Yeah. Um, so Pixar, I believe they didn't have a short in the beginning of the movie with Toy Story Four, correct? There wasn't a short. No. No. Oh, I heard there's a short. In Do you front want me to say? What I know about? what it is. So it's a Simpsons short. Yeah, that's awesome. It's a Simpsons short. Really. Yeah, yes. and it, it's a really cool. And you're thinking Simpsons with oh, Pixar. Oh, I think it's, I've been hearing about. Yeah, I heard about. Yeah, it. Really? Yeah, it's it's it's. I'm so really just, excited to see yes, that. It's a oh Simpsons short. Yeah. Well, they so. ha- they own it now. So. <laughs> exactly. Oh my god. That is incredible. Yes. So Brian, with that being said, what is your favorite Pixar movie? So for me, I go back and forth between two. Like, there's these two are the ones that, like. There's nothing. I've never had any competition. Just said not to do that. I know, but so I'm, <laughs> I'm gonna go with the one that I typically tend to lean more to, ironically, and that's Toy Story Two. Um, hmm. 
I yeah. my the two that I was referring to is Toy Story One and Toy Story Two. <laughs> um, I I love the first one. I can, I watch that so much. I could still to this day like quote the whole dang movie. But there's something about the second one that I've always liked because of the new characters that they. It wasn't just Buzz. It was so many more Jesse Bullseye Je- Prospector. Yeah, Zerg. Like Zerg. Yeah, it's. Yeah, yeah. There's just something about all the characters that I loved, and I mean, those two movies like are untouchable movies to me. Like you, they will forever be in my top ten. Like it's not a question, and it, I just love those movies. And toy, I would probably say Toy Story two just because of you get to meet so many more characters. It opens the world up a little bit more. Yeah, exactly. Um, Whereas the first one was just, it was about Buzz and Woody. Um, That Jesse scene alone is... Oh, the her story? That That scene to this day still like will like... Yeah, Yeah. exactly. Um, But yeah, Toy Story 2 would definitely be probably my choice. That's a great one. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah, (laughs) Like... Any of the Toy Story movies, especially the first three, would be a great choice. Yeah. So, yeah, yeah either of those two, but probably, I'd probably pick Toy Story too. Nice, great choice, man. Thank you, sir. Well, for me, all right, coincidentally, before this topic even came up, so I was sick for like a week straight, and I was bedridden. I happened to rewatch two <clears throat> Pixar movies uh, just to kind of keep my mood up, and you know, forget that I was. You know, felt like I was dying, but those two movies. Uh, one was uh, Monsters Inc., which is incredible. Like watching that, and that's a pun for what I think is the best Pixar movie. My favorite, my absolute favorite, The Incredibles. Nice. You cannot. You thought that they couldn't do a right movie as far as like the Fantastic Four? Look to The Incredibles. This movie is Pixar's um, story world about superheroes, about how they fit into society, how society can sometimes um, take them for granted. It's about superheroes finding their place in the world beyond the cape beyond the mask beyond the crime fighting where do you belong in this world what purpose can you serve that goes that doesn't involve superpowers and whatnot and the whole theme about you know dealing with that and family and struggle yeah it's a very adult film because very adult film a lot of adults can relate to that. Being young, being the hot shot, and now they're mom and dad. And they got this family to raise. So right. and it's, it's great also, in that way. It's also about power and how that can get to your head. You know, um, Superheroes are superheroes because they use that for good. But those who crave more power, they will go to no end to get that and what's the villain's name again syndrome syndrome yeah it's kind of, syndrome has wow. kind of became a thing where when a villain does that now it's called oh he pulled a syndrome where right. they 
they make themselves look like the uh, like the hero, the hero yeah. and instead they're the villain, which I guess Mysterio was doing that way before in the comics and the cartoons. But this, still. Yeah, this was right around the time of Spider-Man 2, uh, X-Men. Like The comic book genre was really was still trying to find its footing before Iron Man 2008. But this movie, it's it's arguably the most fun movie uh, out of... Uh, what year was Incredibles? 2004. 2004. 2004. Oh, it was so ahead of its time. Yes. Can you and, imagine if it came out in like 2013 or 14? And I, I know we have a sequel, Incredibles 2, but the conversation for the longest time was when are we going to see the Incredibles again? And so... For me, it's The Incredibles, and I, I I love this movie. That is a great one. It's hard not to choose that one because it's it's almost it's almost a comic book movie, even though it's not based on a comic. It's right. a superhero movie, it's so a, it's so original. You can't go wrong with Incredibles. Mm-hmm. All right, Jake, how about you, man? Uh, so I have an unconventional choice, and I love there's so many choices. I, yeah, <laughs> I love my my Toy Story franchise. It, it'll always hold a special place in my mm-hmm. heart. But mine is A Bug's Life. Nice. I'm, I'm so glad someone picked that. Uh, that we've talked. You've talked about that movie I, a lot. I, I didn't realize it was uh, your favorite. I really, really, um, really like this movie. I remember as a kid um, going to Disneyland maybe once or twice and buying uh, buying little stuffed animals of the main characters nice. and having them at, at my house and uh, just rewatching the, the movie over and over again. But there was also a original PS One game. I remember ever, that, and you're floating. I remember that the canyon, mm-hmm. and um, everything about this this movie for me is just like, like this is to me is what Pixar is because I remember watching this over and over and over again as a kid. Um, I love the character of Flick and like all of these wacky, you know, brought together randomness of characters. Hard like um, great voice cast as well, and just the way it kind of all plays out. It's you know, it's obviously it's that that story of. The underdog upping and, and kind of capturing and winning against the grasshoppers it's, are yes, the villains, exactly. right? It's yeah. Seven Samurai. <laughs> yes, uh, yes, it, it very much is, and it's um, it's, it's a brilliant movie, yeah. and it's funny, and it's heartwarming, and it's heartbreaking, and um, Christopher so, Walken, right? Uh, As what the grasshopper? Yeah, he's Kevin, Kevin Spacey. Spacey. Yes, it is Kevin Spacey. Kevin yes, Spacey, sure? um, yeah. no, no, no. As the main, but Christopher Walken is the second, right? Uh, I could be wrong. So I'm not sure. Uh, but yeah, so I, I really, I, I really just, I think it's such an underrated movie that gets forgotten about a lot of the times. It really does. And, it really uh, does. It came out in '98, so it was, it was, you know, in between the Toy Story era, and that's kind of why it gets overshadowed, overshadowed a little bit. Um, but every time we talk about Pixar, this is one that I definitely have to bring up. So it's, yeah, a lot so, of so it's Kevin Spacey. <laughs> Um, Hayden Panettiere plays Dot. That's right. Julia nice. Louise Dreyfus plays Princess Ada. Dennis Leary is Francis. Bonnie Hunt is Rosie. Um, oh, he's the Ladybug. Dennis Leary's the Ladybug. Yeah, yeah, that's right. Richard Kind is Molt. Like, I mean, there's. Um, I'm thinking of ants. So I was just going to bring that up. They were so close yeah. together. That was yeah. the same year. That was a stretch at time in was Hollywood. It really the same year? Yes. Oh, my Hollywood goodness. Hollywood was releasing that's two terrible. things. They had that. That same year, it was Armageddon and Deep Impact. You had uh, you had the two Mars movies. There was Mission to Mars, and then there was the Val Kilmer one. Uh, uh, I can't think of the name. Uh, Red Planet, I think. Yeah, Red Planet, yeah, yeah. 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 Hollywood was doing that at that time. Yeah. So, <laughs> but yeah, they still do that sometimes. Yeah, they do. They definitely do. <laughs> um, all right. Well, Gio, I'm surprised you guessed mine incorrectly because it. You know, if you've been paying attention to me recently, it's quite 
easy to guess my choice. But for me, myself, I it's really hard to choose over some of these movies. Like, uh, look Aladdin, at the list. Aladdin is not a Pixar movie. Oh, what? <laughs> I did not know that. No. Inside uh, Out? It's absolutely Inside Out. I knew it. Inside yeah. Out it. is my favorite Pixar movie. Nice. And nice. it's weird because that a lot of the Pixar movies were childhood movies for me. A lot of them. And I watched them as a child and grew up loving them. Watched them a hundred times, like the first Toy Story. Inside Out, I experienced as an adult, which is weird. Like That movie is the one that resonates with me the most out of all of them. And maybe that's why, because it's it's a very uh, complex and mature film for me. Mm-hmm. Because it's, going, it's all about everything going on in this one girl's brain. And I just love the concept. I love the five islands of personality and how one just shuts down and it kind of turns off that part of your part of you it it's crazy to think about and one of the most emotional moments in any pixar movie for me is bing bong yes yeah i was like what did they really do that in this movie and if you haven't seen it you know what i'm talking about but it's not like that's it he's (laughs) and it's crazy because the way they tell the story of when bing bong started and how it kind of happens when she's older and Joy, Amy Poehler as Joy is so good. But I think my favorite, uh, one of the the little personalities is Mindy Kaling Mindy as yes. Disgust. Yeah. She yeah. is yes. hilarious in that role, even though they're all great. Uh, Louis all, Black is angry. Yes. Who is Fear? Fear is so good. I forget uh, who well, voiced from the him. Office. It's uh, Bill, isn't it Bill Hader? It Bill Hader. Phyllis. Oh, oh Fear. Smith I'm thinking of. She's sad. Yeah. Yeah. Bill Hader. Bill Hader. Yeah. yeah. Such a great yeah. voice cast. Yeah. It, it works so well together. And it's funny how every time she's experiencing those emotions, those characters speak. <laughs> and then probably one of the funniest moments, uh, probably in any animated film, is when they go in the parents' heads. Yeah. So <laughs> good. When the mom is fantasizing about, I don't know, some Hispanic dude with a guitar. Yeah. Such about hockey or something. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it, it, it's uh, and then the do- the pets when they go into the pets' minds and the cats are just all over the place yeah. and the dogs are just forget what the dogs are doing but they're they're like chasing something. But yes, pick or Inside Out is definitely my favorite Pixar movie. I would nice. love to see what because they have different like the five are always different. Like what our five would look like. Yeah, exactly. When that movie was out, I was like, what are my five? And I started like writing it down. And yeah, so it's... I had such a terrible theater experience with that movie. I remember that because everyone was raving about it and I loved it. And then that's kind of... I went on a Friday. Yeah. It might have even been a Friday morning. um, Because I was was back in college when it came out. So I think I had Fridays off. And... Uh, I remember sitting on, I was sitting on a, a far right seat, so I was near near the aisle, um, so it was easy access in and out, um, but I have never seen a more loud theater that was rambunctious, yeah. just like out of control more than is, and I was at Blue Oaks in Rockland, that's where I was, and mm, yeah. um, obviously a very popular theater, but I just, I, I don't, I think I may even <coughs> said that I didn't enjoy the movie, mm. like I didn't like the movie because of my experience, and yeah. I think I may have even only seen it once afterwards, but I, I really don't remember the movie that well because I was so just annoyed yeah. with how bad my theater experience was. Like, yes. it was, it was that awful. can happen. It was awful. Yeah, I try to avoid kids' movies during the week, Friday, Saturday, Sunday, it, at the times where they would go. I try to go late at night or on a weekday mm-hmm. when they most likely won't be there for the most part. All right, Keith. 
Bring it home, man. What do we got for your favorite Pixar film? It's funny that, uh, I'll, just a sec, but the, I went to see Sonic on a Saturday morning, and it was to put, you, you'd think it would be like that. It was totally the opposite. I don't know. It was really like people were, people were pretty, it, you could hear kids kind of really? laughing okay. and having a good time. But it's That's good. I was kind of having fun with it, so it's weird. It sucks. Yeah, I well, I feel it. like, I don't know, parents bring babies to Pixar movies and yeah. one well, and two-year-olds. Sometimes we'll go to the early showings, and it's a rated R movie, and there's like little kids running. Kids in there? Yeah. Like, okay. Oh, there was a kid in, uh, I went to see Deadpool, and the mom oh, there brought her kids. son. He had to be eight years old in there. There were kids watching dads taking their eight-year-old sons to watch Deadpool. Yeah. That movie, I can't believe that, to be honest. Whatever. But, uh, yeah. so, the reason uh, we are friends is, is perfect, Gio, because you picked, those are my, those are my one and two, yours, uh, that you uh, said, Monsters, yeah. Inc., and Incredibles, and my number one is also Incredibles. Incredibles. Yes. It's one of my favorite nice. movies of all time. Uh, everything you said is it's a that that is a near perfect story, script. Uh, the characters are all the way they're all just each. Uh, let's talk uh, the cinephiles. They did an episode on it, mm-hmm. uh, and it's perfect. They talked about how you know each character is like their superpower is reflective of their personality, yeah. mm-hmm. uh, which is which is great, you know. And uh, as a dad, uh, <laughs> yeah, I was gonna say, yeah, <laughs> I'm quite related to a lot of that stuff. It's a movie about uh, two people, well, well the, the man having a full on midlife crisis uh, and struggling to, like you said, find his place. In a new place in the world, yeah. Rather than you know, like like uh, the Mrs. Incredible uh, talking about trying to relive the glory days, yeah. And, you know, he's still trying to hang on to that, and uh, she's literally, literally stretching, trying to keep uh, the family together. Uh, and he's flexible. Yeah, or, exactly, yeah. exactly. You know, they got the daughter who's shy and doesn't want anyone to see her, and is, is always constantly he just hides her face and. And you know you got the little son who's constantly yeah, the just boy who, all the energy you know, in the world is, exactly. Yeah, yep. And that, Jack Jack, it's perfect. And then of course Jack Jack, who, who oh man, and then Incredibles two is I mean one of the great mm-hmm. superhero fights you'll ever see the <laughs> in, in the second one. The yeah, one of the best but, uh, supporting characters in Pixar, Edna. Edna. Oh yeah, absolutely Edna's awesome. Absolutely, no Edna mode. No, <laughs> yes, yes, oh, everything. I mean and it's. Frozone. it's Perfect Frozone. and Frozone as well, yeah, absolutely, absolutely. It's it's some of the best storytelling you'll ever see, and so, uh, yeah, The Incredibles is my number one mm-hmm. for sure. So. Awesome. Well, that's a good list. We almost had five different ones, but that's okay. Incredibles is awesome, so we could have two on there. All right. Well, let's move on to our movie news rundown. Jake, what do we have for this week? Yeah. So uh, it was actually quite quite a slow week until yesterday, and everything kind of just got piled on top of each other. Um, but the week started off. Pretty hot. Obviously, we have the coronavirus going on, and it was announced that uh, No Time to Die is being pushed back from April until November, um, and that is strictly due to uh, the studio just saying, you know what, people may not come out because of this virus, we're going to push our movie back and take a chance. Um, we can get into that if we want to talk about that. Uh, the first trailer for a World War II Navy film for Tom Hanks' Greyhound dropped. Um, the final trailer for Scoob came out. Um, if there's any Ozark watchers out there, the season three trailer dropped as well, and it comes out later this month. Taika Waititi is now developing two different Charlie and the Chocolate Factory series for Netflix. One that's original based on the source material, and a second that is 
completely new and different, and it's focused on the Oompa Loompas. Um, <laughs> HBO has announced that they're doing a Last of Us series uh, from the Chernobyl creators and the game creator as well. Um, and today, uh, it was announced that Disney is moving forward with a Beauty and the Beast prequel series on Disney Plus that will bring back Luke Evans and Josh Gad as the roles as Gaston and LeFou. So, what do we want to talk about? There's a lot to choose from. I think probably the most relevant thing is No Time to Die being pushed back. We, I guess we got to talk about that. And it's just unfortunate because we, we did our movie rankings. What was it, number two? Uh, after uh after tenet so we were so excited about this movie i i couldn't believe this movie comes out so soon and then i see these headlines i'm like oh but i understand it it makes sense it's such an, a, a big event film and this is if good a billion dollar movie and i totally get it that people are freaking out right now so it a lot of people aren't going to go to the movie theaters, especially when there's a ton of people all packed into one theater. You know, it's mm-hmm. different. I saw Emma the other night. There's literally me, one other person over there by <laughs> themselves, and two old ladies all the way up in the front, and that's it. And I'm like, I'm good. I'm just got a bl- bunch of room. But if you're going in a packed theater like that, I, I totally get it. I'm upset. I'm bummed. But I understand. And I feel like November's more of a Bond date. Recently, haven't they been later in the year? Uh, Bond Bond is November. It's typically when it's always released. It, it, yeah, I, don't so, believe, I don't believe a single Daniel Craig one has come out in a different month. And I'll make sure I fact yeah, that well, right now. I, that's what I was going to say. I remember, I think Skyfall and the, and, uh, the most recent one came out in, in November. Spectre. So... It, it kind of fits. It, they're staying with those dates, so it's fine. I don't know. I think uh, it could be way worse in November. So get it out now. Yeah. <laughs> no, that's, that's, that's a good I point. Said. I was like, what if it just gets worse? That's what I'm saying. Yeah. Like, get it out now. Well, well, if it gets worse, and there's going to be a lot more competition right. during that time period. Did they say a date in November or just November? Late just November. November. Okay, late. Because I was just saying well, Eternals, Eternals is the beginning of the month, so if you're throwing a Marvel movie... This movie is going to... Yeah. I guarantee it'll be released in Thanksgiving week. It'll be Probably. Thanksgiving, yeah. No, so, yeah. But, yeah, it'll make a lot of money. Or, well, it'll make you know, a mass amount of money. I don't know if it'll be a lot. To be honest, I, I was actually thinking about this. I'm not really... I wasn't really sure... About how well this movie would really do, to be honest, there could be a little bit of. Oh. So Skyfall made over a billion, and right. Spectre made eight eighty, I believe. Yeah. Um. So there's a hundred twenty million difference. Yeah. I think that this will make more than Spectre, personally, because they're marketing it as Daniel Craig's last Bond movie. Well, that, so that's going to get people in the theaters no matter and what. Looks, yeah. And it looks incredible. It does look. It no, looks it does. Incredible. It, it says it the release date is November twenty fifth. Now that's yeah, Thanksgiving, so Thanksgiving Day. Weekend. Yeah. Oh wow. Okay. Or the, the day before Thanksgiving, Wednesday night. Yeah. Yeah. yeah so it sucks. I have to wait. Well, we'll see. Now. Yeah. I was just thinking, doing the same thing. I was like, oh yeah, that's coming out in less than a month. And but Godzilla sudden, versus Kong comes uh, out the Friday before that, and then Eternals is a couple weeks mm. before that. So the competition is definitely pretty busy. Yeah. Much more. Yeah. Oh well, we'll see. Yes, we'll it's, it's definitely yeah. no time to die for me. Um, because I, I can't help but, can't help but wonder what other movies are going to follow suit. There will be more. I don't know which <coughs> movies it'll be. Maybe mm, a movie like Fast Nine is not really flinching because it's like, okay, this well, this Black franchise. Widow might be the next one that they question. Uh, I don't think so. 
I think that's. Well, I don't that's... know if you guys saw that. What happened today already? Mm-hmm. They canceled what? South by Southwest. Yeah. Oh wow. Coachella the film next. festival next next month got canceled, or this month, excuse me, got canceled. It's in two weeks, and they canceled it today. Mm-hmm. So that got axed. They said Mulan is staying put. Yeah. So. At least we Mulan is staying put here, but it's being pushed overseas. I mean, sure. that I believe. Well, yeah. That so, makes sense, yeah. Yeah. Um, I think it'll have no problem making money, though. No time to die. I mean, it's been, what, four years since the last Bond movie? Like, I've yeah. been dying to see another James Bond movie, whether it's Daniel Craig or hopefully one day Idris Elba, you know. but It's been five years. It's been five years. 2015. Yeah. Wow. That was that is- long ago when we were reviewing it in your parents kitchen yeah. or parents living room yeah yeah that's yeah. crazy yeah. And to me yeah. the thing that i'm just kind of like darn about is the fact that like we already had such good trailers and they're gonna have exactly to make, the gonna, momentum they're gonna have to gonna make gonna a loss my thing my fear and i could be overthinking it is that they're gonna have to make another trailer that's gonna entice people just as much and so they're probably gonna show a little bit more i'm hoping they don't because like I was already starting to feel like, okay, stop. They're going to have to stop the marketing campaign completely, yeah. which is going to lo- lose them a lot of money, oh, well. which sucks. Uh, well, it was announced well. today. Uh, they said that the studio is losing anywhere between 30 and $50 million on the change. Yeah. Um, but that could easily be made back in November and December. Right. Yeah. So and maybe uh, I, I personally think that it's a good move. I think. Oh, I yeah. Think it's like, I do too. Whether it's yeah. about coronavirus or something else, I think November fits Bond way better. Um, and you're not going to have a giant size movie like a Star Wars in December this year. You're not going to have Wonder Woman in December this year or Aquaman or something like that. Um, there might be some big movie, obviously, but I think this this is like the last big blockbuster of 2020, and like, it's going to rake up all that dough around Christmas time and everything. Yeah, so I think the people, especially if it's good, audiences are craving another James Bond movie. Yeah, so I'm going with HBO's The Last of Us series. Oh, man. Have you played that game? Mm-hmm. Yes. That game is... So I haven't nice. played it, but I want to hear your guys' thoughts. What do you guys think? Uh, well, I didn't know until the today that it was by the Chernobyl people. That's going to be wild. Yeah, I mean, the game is arguably one of PlayStation's, if not PlayStation's, like, golden achievement. It's very cinematic, right? The game. Yes. Yeah, it's like yeah. playing a movie. Uh, it's the same people that did uh, Naughty Dog. They do the Uncharted games. Yeah, it's so, it's, it's very one similar. of those games. I mean... Based out of Santa Monica? Yeah. Uh, oh, are they? How long has it... When did the game come out? 2013, and the sequel comes out this year. Yeah, so the, it was so good they took their sweet ASS time to make a sequel. It's scheduled to come out this year. They've been pushing. Been it's supposed to come out. Development hell. It was supposed of, to come out. It's, 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 it's been pushed back several times. Yeah, it's it's kind of been the uncharted take a little bit. Is Ellen Page gonna play? No, the she's too girl? old. No, she's too no. old. You okay, so hey, don't say it's not that. actually. She is too old. She's beautiful. No, she's just too old. <laughs> it's not actually Ellen Page. It's one of those. I think she may have. I'm not, no, she, correct me I, if I'm wrong. I think she did the the motion capture for. She it. did not. No, she didn't because she got in a. She tried. She, she sued. She got in a, I was gonna say it was a lawsuit. Yeah, there was a lawsuit between it. She asked <laughs> for using her saying, Did you guys use me without asking permission? Yes. Well, who did? She did it for one video game. What was not no, this one? <laughs> Promise you, was a video game. Well, either way, it's gonna be a younger girl. Yeah. And 
I would honestly like to do a casting table for this one. I mean, like Haley Steinfeld? That'd be dope one. We haven't done a video game casting table. Oh, that, it's, already, it's already in the works. That would be awesome. Yeah, worries. So, um, <laughs> I already have my two people in it, too. Well, I don't know anything about that game, so I'm going to have to sit out on that it's, one. It's wild. So let me ask this, Brian, because I, I, I have someone in mind to play. Is the guy older? No, he's like a he's like a dad. Perfect. I have my choice. Oh, he's it, similar. He's similar. I guess I'll watch some cutscenes and no, then, no, yeah, well, he already has. Is, is, it, uh, someone is it who I think it is? No, no. Should he's, I save it or should I save it? He looks, save it. Yeah, save, save it. it. He looks fairly similar to Nathan Drake, so it's yeah. Kind of... He's he's just your probably. I would say he's probably like forty years old. Right. Just dad. In Hugh yeah. Jackman. <laughs> no, stop guessing. Travis Fimmel. But it's. It's a great game. Somebody from Vikings. It is the great. Game. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I didn't think about that, but I should, that. Yeah. Oscar, I should, I should do that. Uh, no, it's a name that everybody knows that you will not. Um, yes. Oh, by the way, I did not reveal my Adam number, my number one awesome choice for this role actually. for Ray Sloan. I did not reveal my number one choice for Ray Sloan. By the way, remember I said Tessa Thompson on the oh, yeah. casting table last time. You found it, but we'll have to do that another time. Yeah, um, but this. HBO is brilliant at making this into a TV show. You said something the other day that actually I've been thinking about quite a bit was that movies or video games need to stop being movies and more TV shows. And since you said that, I've literally been thinking about it. It's a good point. That's genius. Imagine, Imagine Assassin's Creed as a video game. Or something like Hitman as a video game, we'll see. or anything as a video game or as a TV show. Excuse me, not a I was gonna say a TV like show. Um, it just it fits because video games are based around most of the good ones that they're trying to develop are based around stories and the modes that allow you to play into this story. In a single movie like a Hitman movie or an Assassin's Creed, you can't get all that information in two hours. You can't. Yeah. If you do an eight episode series. <laughs> You can easily get all that information on something like HBO where they're 50 minutes long or a Netflix or Hulu or something like that. And so it's brilliant to me. I just I think that uh, HBO needs to do whatever they do need to do to get James Mangold, Hugh Jackman, and Miss Keene back to play these roles. So you just to do a Logan reunion, essentially. <laughs> you just gave away your people. Those are my top two. Oh. Um, but it's... it's Maybe. And... Video game movies on like an HBO is a perfect idea. Is My this personal th- zombie or is it post-apocalyptic zombies. or what? Yes, yeah. Zombies. Okay. Less, yeah. Um, like my favorite games ever were the Bioshock games, and I've been dying for those to be a movie. But now that you've been saying and seeing this, like I'm like, that would be such a better TV show. So hopefully this kind of like kicks the fire that maybe these. Video games go to TV shows. Well, the, the, it's it is a bummer though. This is there is a little bit of a bummer with this with this being announced because um, this comes from the same you know, HBO, I believe, had the rights to Halo as well, if I'm not mistaken. Mm. Um, and that like, where is that series as well? Because they've announced that for so long that as needs, well. That so it's like needs to be a movie. that needs to be a movie. That's not it's, happening. It's, it's, it's done. at this point. It's, no, it's not happening. Yeah. yeah. But I can't help but think about Mortal, <laughs> Mortal Kombat is in 10 months. Oh, yeah. I'm excited for that. Wait. Um, last thoughts real quick. Taika Waititi better be playing Willy Wonka. It's animated. Is it? 
In oh, both really? of them? Dude, they're both animated. Yeah. Are you serious? Oh, why? <laughs> All right. He would be good voice, though, well, still. Still. He better be voicing Willy Wonka. Keep his voice and will be for Willy Wonka. And I am 100% down for a Gaston and LaFoe prequel. I am down for that. Give it to me. LaFou. LaFou. They better be singing the whole time. Josh Gad actually has a really good voice. I'm down for that. Yeah, I, I was the same. I'm, I was. At first, I thought when I read it, it was they're making a prequel movie for Disney Plus, and I was like. But eh. Belle is not appearing in it. I dare I you. say those oh, those two characters were the best part of it. It's an or, it's an origin it's an origin for them series, too, yes. basically. Yes. Yeah, it gives them the chance to do whatever. they I want wouldn't be surprised characters. if somehow they tease the beast some something like that though. Maybe at the end he turns into the beast. Uh, they'll probably tease the prince. Oh, the guy. Yes, I'm but they the won't tease guy. the beast because he. He well, learned about hasn't the he beast. been the beast for like a long time though? Yeah, but they didn't know about the beast. Remember until the oh, that's Gramp. The dad came. I thought like, he was like a myth, and everyone knew about him. And then no. the dad yeah. comes back and is. You should know this. Yeah, nobody knows. Be- the beast is your. No, I'm thinking about the the live action version. No, no, no oh, okay. They didn't know about it. It's he's like in his own little realm. But. Well, anyways, Luke Evans was awesome as Gaston, he, he, and he's he hilarious. Was the perfect they choice were, for Gaston. They were probably the best part about that movie. Yeah, I'm excited for some new songs. All right, well, before we move on to uh, our next segment, let's talk about some of our other shows on Apocalypse Movies' YouTube channel. We do a Padawan podcast where we talk about theories in Star Wars. Go check that out. We're doing our ranking series of best moments in each trilogy right now. Go check that out. That was a lot of fun doing those. Just did the original. Well, we did uh, the original, and that video's out, and we have our next video is the prequels, best moments from the prequels coming out, and we'll eventually do the sequels and so on and also check out nerd nation we have a great episode up right now where we talk about henry cavill not playing wolverine and a few other cool things on there and as of course we've been talking about it the casting table go and check that out that out as well where we take a character and cast them in whether it be from a video game or a, a franchise or a comic book or Anything that we think of, any character that we want to cast. And don't forget that Padawan and Nerd are weekly and the casting table is bi-weekly. Please leave topics and questions in the comment section and we will be sure to address them. All right. And now returning is, you haven't seen what? Our movie watching challenge. How long has it been? Three weeks? Two weeks. Three weeks? Four? Was it two months? Okay. It was on number... It was on number 19... Or 18, so now 18, and we're on 21 now. Yeah, so it it has been a while. But no, Gio got sick. What can we do? He was challenged to watch. I hope you watched... the corona. American... (laughs) I hope you watched American Gangster in the time that you had. It's still on the ground. (laughs) If you were like, I didn't have time, then we'd be like, okay, okay, Gio. (laughs) But yeah, so if you don't know how this works... Every week, somebody gets challenged to watch a movie, and then they choose the next person to be challenged. At that point, the other four of us will choose a movie, put it into a bowl, and they will pick the movie out of that bowl. So one of the movies that we want them to watch is going to be watched. But yes, Gio was challenged by Jake last week, and he watched American Gangster. So Gio... Uh, No, Key. Oh, was it Key? So so he drew... Let me switch it to my face real quick. He drew okay. That's he drew what happened, my yeah. movie. Okay, okay. But because Gio doesn't like to update right, yeah. the spreadsheet, 
I didn't know he had seen the movie. Oh, that's right. It started with seven. It was yeah. supposed to be seven, but then he's like, guys, I've seen this movie. And then we're like scrambling. Yeah. And so we just gave him Keith's movie, which worked out in the end. So Yes. So bummed you didn't get mine. Okay, so it took me forever to finally watch this movie. It took a challenge. Um, first off, let me say I love Jay-Z's song, Blue Magic. Yes. That song is amazing if you haven't heard it. If you're a fan of hip-hop and rap, check it out. So this movie... This movie reminds you of how great of a filmmaker Ridley Scott can be. Can be. Um, it's the story of uh, Frank Lucas and his rise to prominence in the crime world. This was uh, set, help me out, it was 60s, right? Early 60s. 70s. Late 60s early, to like the early 80s, I want to say. Mm, something like that. Um, yeah. So, um, I, I saw this movie last night. Um, it's a two hour and 37 minute runtime, but you're not disappointed. I was not disappointed. And the reason is, I mean, let's talk about the obvious too. Russell Crowe and Denzel, two actors, veteran actors who can deliver in such big time roles and these if you've seen the movie american gangster it's straight up frank lucas and the detective uh richie who mm-hmm. um is played by, by russell crowe and the two of them just bound to meet um right because uh russell crowe is the good cop the you know the the robocop the guy who will do no wrong and then you have someone in frank lucas who denzel can only play him so perfectly um a, a guy with with so much power so much influence so much um charisma and um it's it's denzel at the height of his powers he carries it along the way like it's 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 i don't know if it was oscar nominated i don't think it was no it, sh- it should have been, been because he is incredible and supporting cast as well you have a lot First off, I one of my negatives, Idris Elba killed <laughs> off too long, too 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 soon. Oh my Damn goodness! Movie. Thanks for spoiling it, Jake. <laughs> like I told you a million times, it was in the trailer. I I don't I can't believe how they do it. But anyways, if this movie was made today, they wouldn't have shown that. You have Chubuto Ajio four. You have mm-hmm. Cuba Gooden Jr. Who, uh, if you followed his career. During that this time he wasn't doing very well, but in this movie he wasn't bad. He wasn't bad. And then you have um uh TI in a role, you have common. common. In a role. <laughs> TI in a role, yeah. <laughs> common. But I, I gotta say, like the cinematography Josh, Josh I, I, I loved. The setting, Josh Brolin, yep. In the movie as well. I, I really Rizzo enjoyed from it. Wu Tang clan. Did you notice him? He was the Who was he? Remember he was one of the cops when when, when uh, yes remember he, yes he, yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> yeah 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 he um, was great he was really good mm-hmm. but I gotta say I really enjoy this movie it's a very performance driven movie and you couldn't get two better actors and Russell Crowe and Denzel really enjoyed it long runtime I'll probably never watch it again <laughs> how long is it it's it's pretty it's long. two hours thirty seven well over two and a half yeah it's it is pretty long. wow it's, it's a long movie but it, it's a movie worth watching just for the performances alone. And uh, you'll really enjoy it. And I really enjoyed it. Thank you guys for yes. recommending it. makes me very this. happy. Finally. I saw it in the theater. I didn't really love it that much when I first saw it in the theater. I don't know why. I was. I don't know. Uh, 
don't know where my head was, but just I watched it again maybe two years ago. It popped up on Hulu. And I'm just watching it going, this movie's incredible, man. This, right. this movie's amazing, man. And uh, yeah, so I'm, I'm glad you liked it. I love Denzel in it because the story of Fr- Frank Lucas being uh, a driver yeah. for Bumpy Johnson. Or Bumpy Johnson, Creeper. yep. And being That's all he was. And people looked yep. at him like, you're in charge? No, what are you talking about? You're in charge. <laughs> you're, you're Bumpy Johnson's driver. Who are you? And he had to show he's willing he to literally do anything yeah. mm-hmm. to get, gain all to, that power. There, so, yeah. 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 So, yeah. Awesome. Well, there we go. Gio enjoyed American Gangster. And now for the exciting part where Jake gets to choose what movie he's going to be watching. Well, I just spoiled that Jake is the one being challenged. Um, It wasn't a secret. We all knew. Uh, So, Gio, why did you choose Jake this week? Just did you have a movie in mind? Not don't say what it was, but, you know, you chose people for a reason. So. Right. Well, I, I I know I've chosen you uh, a few times in the, in the past. Yeah. Because, you know, you, we, we, we watched a lot of movies together. So, yeah. And uh, there were movies that you hadn't seen, I think, last time you were Top Gun. There's still a lot. Yeah. I was doing my list, and I'm like, wow, they, they're going to... Update those lists. They're going to get me soon me. with some yeah, of these. Them. There's some classics I haven't seen, so I definitely need to catch up. But, uh, yeah, I, th- I think it was just... Jake's time. Jake's time. Uh, yeah, what do you got, sir? Interesting. My time. Yeah, so here we go. I really hope it's mine. You're all for him. I, I was oh. thinking about that, too. So I yeah, kind of we'll, hope he we'll takes see, that We'll one. see. We'll see. No, I've, love, I've, I've seen that movie count. If you're, if you're wondering what they're talking about, they all have a group chat with the... We all have a group chat with the person who's being... Yes. Without the person who's being challenged. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So I'm the oddball here. <laughs> You should all want mine. The Godfather don't 2. Look, no, I'm just kidding. You, I, mean, <laughs> I don't know if I... I folded it like yeah. eight times. Nope, you have to. No, I was thinking about deleting those off the list. I don't want to watch all three of them, man. I, I oh. made you watch the first one. I'm never going to make... I'm never going to choose those <laughs> that again. That hurts my heart. I added a bunch, too. So. <laughs> all right, Jake. What you got, please, sir? Please, 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 please. I'll pick the one that's facing down. Okay. What is it? <laughs> Match point. Yes. Oh. Yes. Oh, okay. Yes. I've been wanting Jake to watch this movie for so long. It is a Woody Allen film. I nobody talks about this movie. I made Gio watch this movie a long time ago. I was like, Gio, I'm coming yes. over. I'm bringing this movie. We're watching it. Scarlett Johansson. Yes. Okay. Yeah. And it is. Oh, a, I'm sold. A, <laughs> it is a very. There's a lot. Of I'm, I already love it. I already love it. Yeah. <laughs> Look, this is what I'm telling you. This is the movie where I fell in love with Scarlett Johansson. Oh my god. She. This is uh, early two thousands, I believe, oh, yeah. and it's it's actually a really good movie, and it's it's not an erotic film, not at all. But there is it's there's romance involved oh, there's and, romance and things involved. like that. But uh, there's not even any nudity. It's not even like that. It's not like Nymphomaniac or something she, like that. Why would why would I not watch it? She's. <laughs> but it's um. Well, she's she kind of is the main character. She's her and the lead, the male lead, are the two main characters, and. I'm just curious to hear your thoughts, man. I've been wanting to have you watch it for a while, so I'm glad. Matthew it, Good, Jonathan Rice Myers. Yes, the other Matthew one. Good is great. Toby Kebbell. Yep. Matthew Good, Ozzy Mandius. Colin Salmon. Hey, let me tell you, man. So that's another Brian one. Cro- Brian, have Cox? you seen that? That's another one where it's it came out in a year where there was another tennis movie. Oh, oh really? Uh, Wimbledon. Wimbledon yeah. with uh, Chris uh, Dunst. Dunst and uh, yeah. and uh, Vision. I uh, thought Paul Bettany. Uh, Paul Bettany. Yes. I literally thought that this movie was. I didn't look it up. I thought it was the uh, the um, tennis movie. 
the oh, one no. with uh, oh set, yeah the guy from the office and uh, oh Battle of the Sexes Steve Carell and Emma Stone <laughs> I oh, that, this oh, movie. no so this movie this movie match point it's not even about tennis hey, no, this, no. hey this movie ain't but, about tennis. I don't know how they, but the they use tennis as a metaphor for what the movie's about yeah. and it it's really cool the way they do that and you haven't seen it's a Woody you haven't seen the ending. Oh man, it's, it's the Woody Allen movie. So. If you haven't seen the ending, but, you, you gotta yeah, finish it. it. But yeah, uh, but it's it's a movie that Good, makes you spoiler. angry actually. <laughs> so I'm excited to hey, hear your thoughts. Other than Don cool. Don John, she is straight eye candy in this damn movie. <laughs> I've seen her in plenty of other movies where she's eye candy. Well, no, so. have you seen? This, have you seen? The you're not. Island. You're not going to convince me with Scar. Have you seen the island? We'll see. I mean, she's yeah. She's, she's Scarjo has different like let me tell looks. You, um, you know, right. this is younger Scarjo, young twenties, and very blonde. Well, yeah, it's like her siege. Yeah, it's lost in translation era too. I think it's right. Yeah. Maybe the year after. I think it's around. No, I think it was around the Prestige. This lost in translation was like was like early two thousands. Like oh three or something. So yeah, yeah. two thousand two. And this was this is where I was like, yeah. she is my number one Hollywood crush that at the time. And then she just became the superstar in the Avengers. I was like, whoa! Now now everyone likes. It's on Hulu and HBO. So <laughs> lost in translation. Oh, cool. was 03, This movie was 05. Right. Alrighty. Well, tune in next week where we'll, we'll see Jake uh, give his thoughts on match points. So. Brian, do we have some comments this week? We do. We have a couple. We have four um, that we are going to dive into. And in I think they're all actually different things, shockingly. And, and, it's not all and by the way, this is what we call the comment corner, even though Brian's not really in a corner where we... Comment out. Before he starts, um, if you're watching on a playback or if you're watching live... Um, even if it's just like a hey or something, yes. comment because yeah. we, we like to talk about the comments. Sure. Um, there was a comment that we're probably, we're probably going to talk about that was on a video from three years ago. Um, the Star Wars one uh, was was from The Last Jedi. There was a comment on oh, The Last yeah. Jedi spoiler review. Oh, nice. Um, and so people are finding our videos, and if you, whether you like it or dislike it, comment because we want to talk about it and hear from sure, you guys. Sure. Yeah. If it's hate or whatever, like sure, we'll take it. But we like talking about it at the end of the show. So exactly, and leave a, if you can leave a question if you want, and we'll answer it. We'll give our thoughts on those questions. So, Ryan, what do we have this week? All right, number one is uh, from the video Star Wars: The Last Jedi discussion. Kylo Ren and Ray connection plus Snoke. Is this versus, part one or part two? <laughs> uh, nice. Part one. Plus Snoke versus Luke. Um, Pegleg O Nine Abel said. Uh, the Last Jedi was my absolute favorite. I liked it better than The Force Awaken or The Rise of Skywalker. The Rise of Skywalker. The characters are great in this movie. Uh, <coughs> I'm assuming this. It's is is this because the actors Adam Driver and Daisy Ridley have a real spark? There's definitely an energy in their scenes uh, that I really do not see with any other actors in this in the movie movies. It really makes the movie great. He said he don't see a spark between characters in oh either Star Wars. Geo, I'm gonna cut the stream off right now, dude. Oh, <laughs> are you, talking are you about going? Right? Hold on. Are you, oh my god, I know exactly. I just took me a minute to connect what you're talking about. I knew this was gonna lead. And Keith's gonna be on his side too. It's it's, it's the only spark <laughs> that's that's in these movies. Not, are you kidding me? Poe sparking the resistance. You're correct, Geo. I don't feel like it. <laughs> no, I will agree that the Last Jedi, Ray and Kylo, their connection is what makes this movie. Yes. And I will also say Mark Hamill is 
arguably his best as Luke, as a Luke Skywalker who is lost yeah. in this movie. Um, very Batman from BBS and how he's lost as well. So I so I just want to make a confession. Uh, I after some time mm-hmm. and now that the trilogy's complete. I don't mind The Last Jedi as much as I used to. It's, me too. Um, I'm still upset that Luke was killed, and I still don't like that he died at the end of the movie, and I still don't like Canto Bite. But that, I appreciate yeah. the movie more now that the trilogy's over. I I think it is it deserves more love than it got at the time. I was just really mad about the Luke thing, but I do like it more now. I'm one of the few that I said at the time I had no problem with what they. I definitely understand it, but yeah. I had no problem with what they did with Luke, and I found his death. Just, I thought it was peaceful and satisfying for me. I, I felt that, it, like I, I was choked well, up. I didn't know the what was going to happen in the n- next one, so yeah, it's like you when you're lo- you don't know what's going to happen, right. you're just mad. And yeah. now that I know that happened, I'm like, okay, it's it's fine. Yeah. You guys feeling different about the Snoke death? Spoiler. <laughs> I didn't mind that either. Really. Yeah. I am more annoyed that after all that, he was just close. Yeah, it's not as... Yeah. I actually... Where <laughs> I loved the Snoke death in The Last Jedi always, now I don't like it that much because it didn't even matter. Do you guys feel different? Like, yeah, I do because it doesn't even matter now because Palpatine just let it happen anyway. Palpatine was aware of it and knew what was going on and he wanted Ben Solo to do that. So... Yeah. Fair enough. So they say. Do we know uh, real quick? That did I know? I didn't watch the last Padawan, but you guys talk about now. Ray's apparently Ray's dad is also a failed no. clone as well. No, Jesus Christ. Okay. We haven't. We're waiting until the book comes. Okay. out. Okay. Um, our next one was from Joseph. Uh, FYI, we're probably not going to talk about that at all. I know that's why I was just saying. Mm. Uh, next was from uh, Joseph Adorno, and we actually. Uh, all of us, I think, almost engaged with him on Twitter. It was about the casting table for uh, Batgirl. Oh, nice. Oh, yeah, this guy. Yeah. 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 And uh, it. he said in the YouTube video, he said, I remember thinking Felicity Jones would be awesome, but then I started rooting for Lily Collins because she can be Barbara Gordon slash Oracle and Batgirl. You hmm. can believe that she would need to wear a Bat costume to fight crime while the other actresses don't. Felicity Jones. Yeah, but he he made a strong so point for Lily Collins. Lily Collins was my number two pick. Lily Collins, yeah, awesome. Uh, and I wasn't, and I wasn't the, on the, the show. same guy. Um, yeah, I, same guy. I, okay, I, cool. I was. So she was my number two pick. Um, I and I'm. I told Brian this, but I'm shocked that Karen Gillan wasn't mentioned at all. Oh, for I this still character. don't. That's a great um, choice. I don't really. And I I, under, I may understand the arguments, but was I that your she, number one? She, I think to yeah. me, she's no, the perfect I, choice. I'm I love her. okay with that. Um, but Lily yeah. Collins was my number two, and I I think that it's it's unfair that we don't see enough of her. What she is she in? She, she was in, in. she was in Okja, the Netflix she, movie, and then she was, she was also in Shockingly the, Evil. She was, well, she was in Tolkien too. Oh, okay. Um, with mm-hmm. Nicholas Holt. She I know the in, name, but I haven't seen her in a lot of stuff. She was yeah. in the Ed Bundy Netflix, Ted Bundy uh, Netflix with Zac Efron. Oh, oh okay. Yeah, that one. Okay. Um, but yeah, that it was good call. We all kind of yeah. We That's... talked on Twitter. A bunch of us. Mm-hmm. Who? Which one of you said his dad can do the soundtrack? Her dad. Yeah, that. Yeah. I was like, <laughs> dad, <laughs> not a bad idea. Um, and then our next one was what Jake had mentioned uh, from. Osmosis Jones. Uh, oh. It's... <laughs> what? 
Such an underrated animated movie. I love you. Oh, oh yeah. Names. Such an underrated oh, movie. Yeah, no, I agree. Love Bill it. Murray. I never saw that movie. Um, and it was about Star Wars Episode Three: Revenge of the Sith review. That was a while ago. Um, wow. Review. Review. Um, and it said, so and they said, said in the special Blu-ray editions. All, all three of us, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Sorry. In the special Blu-ray editions, Vader says no when he throws Palpatine down the shaft in Return of the Jedi. Mm. So he does say no in film three and six at the end. It's poetry. That's how Lucas envisioned it. That's true. I have one answer: no. <laughs> that those were Lucas's intentions with the with the special editions, yeah. but. Two different no's, by if the they way. Were, if they were the intention, then they should have been in the original movie. Exactly. Exactly. Have been and it wasn't afterwards. I'm, I'm sorry. Like it, it, no, I agree. It's great, but it's like... Because that means any director can just tinker with any movie forever and just keep changing yes. it. Well, it's not any director. That's true. It's George. Okay, let's move on. And it's not George, Darth Vader going... From at the time, no. could do whatever he wants. That's Star totally different. That from... might be the single, one of the single most worst scenes ever. The literal, no. He should have just yeah. killed Palpatine right there. Vader, yeah. Anakin's not dumb. He knows what Pal- Palpatine did. But was that the last comment? <coughs> oh, no, last one. Okay. Uh, <clears throat> Peter Saturday said, for the how can Indiana Jones work without Steven Spielberg, uh, said, I'm not worried about uh, Spielberg not being involved. I like Chris- Crystal Skull in a guilty pleasure sort of way. <laughs> But let's face it, the movie was pretty poorly executed, so I don't think it's a big risk. I think Spielberg has lost his touch. I don't think he can make movies like the original trilogy anymore, and I completely agree with you. I won't say he lost his touch, Peter, Saturday, but uh, uh, maybe just not for these Well, that's what I said. I said I'd rather see him make movies like The Post instead of Indiana Jones movies because The Post is great. Are we talking about Spielberg? Sorry, I wasn't. Yeah, we are. Yeah, no. Um, so I wasn't on. Now, I wasn't on now when you guys were talking about this last week. I think I made this argument with someone else. Um, Spielberg ten years ago can make this type of movie. He can make an Indiana, an Indiana Jones movie, but the way he makes blockbusters now. But that was ten years ago, and it was terrible. Well, yes, but there was different circumstances with that. Um, if he, and because we know that George Lucas was involved. Yeah. Um, Spielberg, I don't want an Indiana Jones that is blockbuster Ready Player One from Spielberg. Mm. That's I don't want that because it's different. It's shimmery and it's gigantic and it's Speaking huge. Of, I like Ready Player One. No, yeah, I, I know, I, I know what you're saying. I'm not love, saying anything bad about Ready Player, Ready Player One. Yeah. One. but Spielberg from ten years ago, twenty years ago, thirty years ago is a way different filmmaker, and I I like that more from him. I like seeing the post. And I like seeing these, you know, West Side Story when that comes out. I don't want to see Bridge of Spies from him anymore in Indiana Jones. I don't want to see Ready Player One for Indiana Jones, the BFG for Indiana Jones. I don't want to see that because a lot of it is special effects driven. And that's, I don't know if he would do that for Indy, but I think someone, and, you know, I don't know if you guys said this or not, but someone else to take on the franchise to me gets me more excited than having Spielberg involved. It really does. Maybe. Especially if it's James Mann. I do, that's the only. Yeah, and he, it's not official yet. No. He, right. Yeah, but, but I hope it is, or somebody else, you know. Uh, well, maybe. Uh, I, I, I'm one of the few people I like Bridge of Spies, but I guess but, it's a good uh, movie. Yeah, I think, I it, but I think it was nominated for Best Picture that year. And nah, no, it was not. It was that. overrated. Yeah, it was just Bryan overrated. Maybe Stallone's Oscar. I thought he was really good, in it. but no. Uh, maybe here's the thing, Indiana Jones. Maybe Indiana Jones is one of those franchises, one of those things that just. Needs to just not be done. It's over. Like Die Hard. 
Yeah. Die, die Hard, Aliens, Predator, all that well, stuff. Well, Jake like, keeps saying he, just... he needs to be fighting Nazis, and so that maybe, unless you're telling it again in the 1940s, which we're not going to do, and they're not going to yeah, recast, they're not exactly. going to set. So maybe just just let yeah, it go. We'll see. Well, if there's anything from the Amazon show Hunters, that means that there's Nazis in the 70s. Boom. There you go. Well, Pick a new that. character like those guys <laughs> and have them fight them. Not yeah. not Indiana Jones. Have Al Pacino's have Pacino's you the bad watched Hunters yet? No, uh, I want to though. I know you did. It's on my radar. Yeah. Okay. Awesome. All right. Well, that's going to do it for Apocalypse Now. That was a lot of stuff to cover this week. We want to thank everyone for sticking with us this week. Probably not going to be that long usually, but hey, we were catching up and doing our, uh, you haven't seen what again, so so there you go. And thank you again for watching. I'm Jacob Bartley. This was Apocalypse Now for Keith, Brian, Gio, and Jake. Check out our t-shirts, buy some shirts, rock the gear, shoot us a Twitter picture of it. We would really appreciate it. We will see you all next week.